It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. See you, Tim. Thank you, guys. But, uh, Jason asked a very week. interesting question to Tim, and, and you know when you asked about like how much can the offensive change in season – and Tim was like, they Not can't much. change it that much, much. Kind of are who you are. during the we season. We got three practices. Not but much. I, do think, Thursday, right. Friday. I do think the defense is going to play the Browns differently. We I all know how that. good Nick yeah. Chubb Go is. Go back and look at the Buffalo game, the way yeah. that they sold out to stop the run. We saw it Sunday right. with Tampa. As much as you want to stop Chubb, you can't sell out as much if you're a defense with Deshaun Watson as no. you would with Brissette. I, I want to ask you guys about something Tim said. Tim yeah. said he thinks it's the perfect scenario for Deshaun Watson because he's playing a team in the Houston Texans that's got the worst one team. victory on the season. Yeah. On one hand, yes, you want them to go against a team that talent-wise you feel you should be able to handle. But we can't not talk about the other part of that's this. That's going to be a tough this, atmosphere. He's, so Deshaun, wherever he goes, is going to get the Michael Vick treatment. Yes. But it'll be nothing like what he gets in Houston because, remember, he tapped out there. He told the team, I'm – I don't want to be here with you guys. Right. So the players have that fuel. Yeah. And the fans also imagine if we had Deshaun Watson here and next season he tells us I can't win here. I'm leaving. Right. So, How angry we so, would be. So let me tell you, I, I've been in one of those type games, right? So when I was at Ohio State, uh, my senior year, we playing Minnesota. Uh, so we were going to play Minnesota at Minnesota and Five or six of their players got into some type of sexual assault, something that went on in Minneapolis, uh, maybe f- five days before we were supposed to play this game, five or six days. So they then immediately removed them from the team. Wow. And they, they only had five scholarship players left, five, in front of eight, you know, 18, 19,000 Minnesota players. Five scholarship players. We feel like we want to come here and run the table. They 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 brought on three walk-ons. Wow. To to add to the five, I think three of them were were football players that <laughs> there was just came into play because they knew that football players had a lot of success against you guys. Right, right. So, <laughs> so we we, co- uh, we from the Chris Carter game. Yeah. We, we came in here, and so I'm thinking we're going up in Minneapolis and we're going to run the table here because they just don't have enough manpower. Sure. The venue. It had to be the wildest venue that I've ever been in. There were 19,000 people strong in Minneapolis, and they were all representing the, the burgundy and gold of Minneapolis. It wasn't about So it was player. tougher than you thought? It was much tougher. Did they beat you? Oh, did they beat us? Yeah. They not did. Enough, not only beat us, beat us bad. Right? Okay, so th- I thought after you that day, out. After that day, it went back in the tank. Yeah. But on that day, right. they responded so that I, day. They, it's, they a little, the crowd. it's a little different of a situation because it was their own players versus the opposing team. No, yeah, but, 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 but see, Deshaun Watson here is a, a the 
enemy of the state versus the city of well, Houston. But this the is Texas you guys fans even care they were at this just point. cheering on their guys. Right. But, yeah, but they're but supporting you their guys. You were in a game where you were the enemy of the, right. of the state. So, when you went back to Wisconsin, I was in that too. Yeah. You were basically doing what is going to happen on Sunday. Right. With Deshaun Watson, what was that experience like? So when because I you walked, left Wisconsin well, well, and they were not happy. Oh no, with they you. were not happy. So when I walked back into the venue, it was in that case, it was me versus the, the state versus me, right? Basically, is what it came down to. And to Tim's point, you've got to be able to cocoon that thing off. Could you? Yeah. So I was pretty good. I was pretty good when I came out the gate, good. But what happened was the energy in the place fueled the other side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no matter what I brought to the table that day, that for those 40 minutes, those few pl- players, the players on the other side that I know were lesser than the players I had it with me in Columbus. Yeah. They were like, we're not having it that day. We're not. Yeah. You're not going to get this win today. And every turn I made, right, to make a stand, because we were running them out the gym. And the next thing I knew, out of the wood, and then the, the ground swell from the audience, from the crowd, it became so loud. And they beat Jay. you that day? Oh, yeah, Jay. And then, Jay, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the story before. Before the game, I'm in the locker room. The locker room is under the arena, right? This is 45 minutes before the game. They're chanting my entire name in the entire building. I could hear it under the floor. Wow. This is under cement and everything, right? <laughs> they were ready. They're like, we've been waiting for you. We've been waiting two years for you. It's kind of like Russ Wilson in yeah. De- and Seattle. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, this is though, what he's going to see on Sunday. Have the Texans fans already checked out? No, no, not I for this think one. this is yes, their Super Bowl. Yes, but they're coming back. I think this is their yeah. Super Bowl. They'll be I think for this one. Out, but <laughs> I, I think for this one game, maybe yeah. they're gonna they're oh, gonna they look will. at it like oh, it's the sure. NFC Championship. This is their day. But you may be right, guys. I don't buy that the Texans players care like hate Deshaun Watson. I don't buy that. It's not. I don't think it's that. Boy. It's I think the it's, the, it's the energy that. Yeah, that I can buy. Hold on. I want to drill down on that, Brad. Did the Wisconsin players? Hate you and have no. Those are my friends. You. Yeah, right. I know. But were they, was there any part of them that said, "I'm not losing to this guy. He left us." No. So here, the first time we played them in Columbus, we smoked them in Columbus. That was my first time against them, right? Right. And so after the game, they all, all of them, we all met up at center court, sure, just like old times, right? But it was different when I went back into their venue. The atmosphere had them all charged up, and they weren't against me. They were defending the state. And their name, like, no, you're not gonna do us like you did down in Columbus. It's not happening here today. So they Deshaun Watson got up there, but so what you need, what he needs, is the people that surround him to meet the challenge with him and say, yeah, listen, that, you're not taking my they, guy they, down. They today. have to, they have to, <laughs> they have to jump on that bandwagon, and they gotta have the mentality of, look, everybody like clowning the Browns, mm-hmm. your lovable losers. They talk about the river. They talk about all the losses. And, and, and yet and still, you go out and get Deshaun Watson, but now eight other teams didn't want him either. Everybody wanted to get Deshaun Watson. The part of it, the problem is, now they want to tell you, oh, you should be ashamed of getting Deshaun Ooh, Watson. Yeah. The whole media, the whole, the whole, the league, the whole Who country. Cares? They would have said that about whatever team. Got but, them. but here's the yeah. point. Here's the point. Yeah. You stack that upon everything that they said about the Browns. Yeah. How your ter- colors are terrible. All that other stuff. The Browns need to come out and say, you know what? Screw y'all. Yeah. We don't care. We That's got right. Deshaun Watson, and we plan no on excuses. beating the breaks. We plan on beating breaks off all of y'all. No excuses. You laughed at us for 21, 23, yeah. the jersey with the quarterback. We don't 
care. I'm going to wear my jersey. I'm going to wear my coat. I got it on the day. You're not going to talk me off of it. I'm going to get my money off. And when we put 28 to 35 points on y'all, y'all can chant and do whatever you want to. But you know what I noticed? When you be winning, them chants dis dissipate. They gone. Them chants, they gone. Hey, because I seen it with Ben Roethlisberger. They, they, they brought him out like Caesar when he retired. <laughs> How <laughs> hell season? You know what the difference hell was? Season. A lot of time. And you know what Ben did? He went home and he shut his mouth. Yeah. He did. And yeah. he hid. Yeah. And he, he never heard from him he again. He got married that. and he hid. That's exactly what he did. Yeah. That's what that. Watson's got to stay out of trouble. He's got to never, he's got to don't do anything bad. And eventually people will calm down with the booing. He's going to have to put up with it. He deserves it. And he's got to suck it up. You know, the so cares. So this is so Sunday, yesterday, that yeah. I, I loved. We talked about this earlier in the year when they yeah. were at Carolina. Uh -huh. I said, if they win the coin toss, I hope they take the football. Yeah. Because yes. I think it's important yes. that they just, they just dismiss that crowd right away. So, the, again, this is something where analytics, you know, the trend in the league is you always defer. But when you're the Browns, they did something very smart. They said, no, we're going to take the ball. Because their offense has started the game they're, so hot. They're gods. And they're what did they do? First series. And, and so if they win the toss at Houston, I hope they do the same thing. Take the ball. I bet they will. Run it down the field and score and shut that crowd I'm going to tell you another thing. that You, 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 you see these t-shirts out here where the sports teams have these shirts says, us against the world. This is what this is. Because at 9 o'clock today, whatever time camp opens up uh, yeah. at Maria, Oh, every player over there is going to be asked, asked about this. Thing. Every single one, right? Yeah. Every day, every hour, every spirit. What about going to Houston? What about Deshaun? What about this? So you thought they got tired of it before? Yeah, the so distraction is back. The mentality, though, has to be that we're all banding together here, yes. right? right? And no matter what, you can't be out on the fringe here. Like I'm, I'm not with you today. But Jay, what I'm did you pick like up in you. the locker room yesterday? Because I'm sure everybody was asked yesterday about Deshaun coming back. Is Actually, it, they weren't because, really? because, because of the win. Was, because of the win yeah. and the way that the game transpired. Wednesday is going to be a very uncomfortable game. Wednesday will be nuts for them. Wednesday's when quarterbacks talk. Yep. I assume the expectation is Deshaun's going to talk on Wednesday. He's not going to get football questions on Wednesday. No, he won't. It's going to be relitigating re all of this. You he, said eventually you we're going to get talk. I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns just didn't bring him out. Well, people they, are being called they today. To. They're, They're being to. You know how you have those personal contacts with players? People are being called today. Yeah. The, the Twitter thing is going my, on today. My, I, I, this people, going on right now. People from Baltimore, <laughs> people from Vegas. They, I, I said, what do you call little OG Bush for? I just do the barbershop. Hey, can I get a quote from you? I'm like, what? People right now so, is warmed up. I will just say this. If you're, on, if you're one of the, the, the 50 plus members of the Browns, you better be ready to circle the wagons here because if you have any chance, any desire to make a playoff push, you got to be all in on this thing all the way in, right? And that means you're defending everybody to the hilt for just the team, not just defending him, defending the team. Hey, a 35-7 win Sunday, you think that team believes now if they go down there and take care of business, not just with a win, but an emphatic win. And the offense looks completely different, even though it's against the Texans. And I know it's five and seven, but then you're going to start to the snowball is going to be picking up steam yep. as it as it goes down the hill. The public relations side of it, yeah, I, I hope Deshaun Watson yeah. and his team stay off the stay has out, stay has, the has come up with a concise <laughs> statement, a plan of action, so that when they ask you those questions on Wednesday, you answer them one time. And one time only, and Gee, then you move forward. And if say, I'm him, I'm talking about football. If I'm him, I'm I'm saying we've talked about this already. I am no longer going to discuss it. 
And I think he has to give a statement. I wouldn't. One, I would answer one question about it and say, I would even set the ground rules before. Yes. I know you guys have a lot of questions. I'm here to play a football game. I will either make an opening statement about the situation or I will answer one question and then I'm turning the page to football. Because Jay, that's if I were him, my do. opening statement would be, I'm no longer talking about it. He's talked it's, about it's a bad, what, I know. What can he say? It's You think the reporters are going to say, okay, what do you think <coughs> the chances are of winning? I, I like that better. They're going to kill him. Give him, give him, give, give your concise statement. Every time he's made a statement, he, he, he it's that, cringeworthy. That, I don't want him answering questions. I, yeah. I don't actually, I don't like that's the way true. they've yeah. handled this with, from his I, I haven't no, either. I think they've made a lot of mistakes. Uh, I agree. One, uh, yeah. I agree. And, and it's not going to go away. No, he's going to get these questions. It's not but, going away. But I do think we are going to get to the point where it does. Yeah, it's going to get old. Football. It's yeah. going to get old. And it's probably after this week. He's going to have my, to deal with this Wednesday. He may have to deal with it Sunday post game. And then I do think, and, and I also don't want to minimize how people feel about this because there's a no. lot of people who don't want him here. And if that's the way you feel, you have that right. And I don't fault you. But there are a lot of other people who just want to talk football well, and want to get this well, here, football. Well, here, here, true. You and got, you got two things going on. You got, you got, you got his, his personal case. Then you have the team sucked in and the players sucked in here. The one thing that I will say, though, in the desired process, it appeared that he was always on an island by himself. There was nobody with any I – mean, I said it before. There was nobody with any guides to, to Bull's point. Yeah. And to Jay's point, really, he cannot duck this. He got to say something from the beginning mm-hmm. to get him past that point here. Because if you think that you are walking, say, I'm just talking about football, they're just going to turn up the heat. It's going to keep coming. It's going to keep coming. He hasn't talked. He did, he did the one thing with Aditi before the preseason game, and that looked very scripted and, and whatever. But he hasn't talked. I mean, there's it been, wasn't, but there's it, been a new lawsuit that that's come out since then. Yeah. Yep. So yep. there are things that he is going to have to talk about and address because he has talked about this. But he's really going to talk about it. I think he in the he last press time, conference in March, I think once during, you, you know what the thing is, before though, he left. He did not look that. Remember, he had a couple of misstatements oh, yeah. before he left. Yes. And that led to Brad saying, where's your team? Where, at? Where, yeah. You where, shouldn't be saying that but guys. Right we're in a situation. This is Deshaun talking is basically like politics. It's like when every once in a while I put a tweet up where I complain about something politically and it's pointless because everybody's picked their camps already and I'm not changing anybody's mind and it's the same thing. Everybody's picked their camp on the Deshaun Watson thing and with Deshaun there's three camps. There's he's disgusting. I don't want him here. There's he's disgusting, but he's great at football. So I'm okay with it. And then there's I don't care at all. Right. But and nobody's changing camps. None. Yeah. Nobody's I, changing I don't think camps. anybody's changing camps, but what it is, is, is if I can equate it to a fire, yeah. it's you have a fire when it's at blaze, full at blaze, and you yeah. got it when it's just burning embers underneath, right? And then somebody walks in with some gasoline or some wood, yeah. throws it on there, boom! Yeah. But that's what he's done again. when he's talked, so that's uh, why yeah, I'm yeah, so Well, yeah. that's why I would We're going to know on Wednesday <laughs> what happens here. Yes. I, I would say, yeah, and well, even if he's reading off of it, I know that we'd kill him for that and say it's not genuine, you're reading it. But you want him to stay within the bounds. What you don't want him to do is to stand up there and start freelancing because yeah. he's proven he can't do that. I don't worry about the local media here. It'd oh, there'll be national it'd media It'll be the here national on people yeah, here yeah. on Wednesday, no, Wednesday that are looking forward to that, vote. It, this you is, know what? Honestly, I'm in the media. It doesn't matter what he says. Doesn't. People are coming here Wednesday. Yep. And they know what they're going to write, and they're going to write it regardless he is of what he absolutely right. And they I'm know they you, know the piece they're going to write. <laughs> it's already it's done. just a matter of what words he gives them to make their case. And I hate I hate saying that. I, I do too. I try to never approach a story that, that a, way. Is that what y'all do? 
No, no, I, you, you know what, Brad? There is, there is a fraction of the... I'm being facetious. No, 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 no. I don't know if I've ever done that. I truly well, you don't. don't. I don't think you're, you have, Jason. You're a gentleman and a scholar. You're a gentleman and a scholar. There are others that don't do this. Subscribe to that. Young ask me all the time that are studying it, what is journalism? And everybody has a different, you know... I believe at the end of the day that here's the quickest, easiest definition of journalism. Journalism is telling stories as they are, not as we wish them to be. That's exactly it. It's well, pursuing you, the truth. That's it. It's well, supposed line. to be. But you got the, the, truth. Truth. the truth. You got that. You've got some people working for editors that are saying who You're are right. hold, holding the amble over people's heads saying, I'm going to need a story like this. You want to make Too your bread. Too many outlets you wanna have make, You want to make your bread so you got to do, you got to dance with the devil, right? Some, and you can give somebody the straight facts. These are the facts. It's innocent as all those. get out. And they don't want the facts. Jay, yeah. um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm actually glad you said that because I've always hated that aspect of our business too. I really do. It's ugly. And that's why we, the public has such a low perception of us in general. Yeah. And, I, and I've been a consumer of your words for a long time. And I, before I met you, I didn't know you. But the one thing I always admired about you was, I, and, I, and again, sometimes we feel like we know the person that we've read for a sure. long time. Yeah. I felt like before I met you, I, I kind of knew who you were. Right. Practical sensibilities. But what I always found admirable about your work, and there are others in the business, and there, there are a lot of them. I'm not saying that, that yeah. you're the only one. There are a lot of guys that do this. I've read columns that you've written that I know go against. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What, what you believe. What? But you still use the facts of the story to yeah. make the case. I mean, I've, I've and I wish I could to... come up with an exact example now, but I, I'm, I'm, I think it was mostly with the Cavaliers. Yeah. I would read that and I'd say, mm. wow, I give this guy credit. Because I think in his heart of heart, he doesn't necessarily believe He hates Dan himself. Gilbert for crying out loud. <laughs> but you I know don't what? hate Dan. He's been so fair. All right, stop pumping him up no, so much. listen, I think it needs to be pointed out because coming into this week, you're 1,000% right. There will be journalists from the networks and big papers and oh, yeah. publications oh, yeah. that come here, and this, the, the assignment has already been delivered. Go do a hit piece on right. Watson. Go right. kill him. Right. Get him. Yep. Yep. And by and the way, that's how. And I hate that aspect. And by, of and by the way, this is very important to say. I'm a big person. I say it all the time. Learn from other people's mistakes. I actually, I ask people to do that when it comes to coaching and in regular life, or if you're just a regular person. And Deshaun Watson can learn from two different in cases and instances. Prominent men in the African American community: Kyrie Irving and Kanye West. You can learn. Based on it isn't about what they they've said most times in America. We get to a point where it we love a redemption story. Our country is built on second chances making amends for certain things and we've shown that we will we will even vote for people who are flawed characters flawed individuals. The reason the messaging is the most important though. If you look at what happened with Kyrie Irving. He could have eliminated a lot of that. 
just by not going off script. And I know how it is. As athletes, we freestyle a lot. As athletes, we ad lib. As athletes, you feel with the play breakdown, I'm at my best when the play breakdown. But when you're dealing with messaging, you're dealing with emotion, and you're dealing with people, you gotta be concise. You gotta watch what you say. You gotta you gotta watch how you look when you say it. And on top of that, you gotta stand by the game plan. Don't deviate. Somebody they got about ninety seven trigger questions. Right, wait, stick wait. to the script. Stick to the script. If you if you do it once right, you'll be you can move on. Well, Nobody he, was he, out to get Kyrie. He he got himself out. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. But, but they gonna, are now though. They're gonna deservedly ask, so. They're yeah. gonna ask you questions. They're gonna keep going at it. Kyrie didn't do his. Kyrie didn't do what he was supposed to. If you would have issued it the way you were supposed to issue it, it stuck to the script for the people you pay. You pay them to help you. It's public relations. I think Kyrie's thing, and this is way off topic, but we can move on after. Kyrie's this, an idiot. He I doesn't even Kyrie's know what he did thing wrong. Is Kyrie believes that he should be able to express his viewpoints no matter how ugly or hateful they are. Right. And Facts. Which that's he, when you which he can. Whole, but he thinks there should be no consequences right. for that. And and the thing is, people say, well, we don't live in a free country. We can't say what we say. No. If you work at McDonald's, yeah, right. the difference and, is, and, and the person the comes up is to the window and says, here's himself. your order. Please vote for Biden. Right. You could you could do that. You have the yeah. right to do that. But McDonald's as a corporation right. has the right to say you're that. fired. Right. Yeah. We right. So Kyrie, and, but the and, government and, can't arrest you. I for had that. someone who's very wealthy, who was a very very successful athlete, once tell me, when you f- make a certain amount of money, you feel you can say and do whatever you want. But that's not true. No. Yes. I mean, they fact. can cancel you, and you can have be forced into retirement, and you can sit on your pile of money. But you will be judged for your words, and in Kyrie's case, he will be. And in in Deshaun's case. What the media is, what they're going to do is they're going to throw a lot of banana peels on the it's floor, coming. and they're just waiting to see which one he trips over. Well, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you this: you, you you gotta you gotta imagine that on Sunday. I can only imagine there are going to be numerous groups protesting. Oh, oh Watson's yeah. return. It'll be every. Oh, it'll, it'll be, be a stadiums. It's gonna be every freaking. It might be here in Cleveland, and, right. and you know what? Which and I don't have a problem with. And I don't either. And again, there are people in Cleveland. Who are going to stop rooting for the Browns right now? They yeah, because but, I, but I'm, I'm going back to this point where he's talking about, you know, if you, if you have a script and somebody's giving you the guidance, saying, okay, because here, you don't you don't want to go out here and slip on a banana peel, right? So, okay, so you, I, I'm a believer that you have to issue a statement and say this is what it is, and then I'm going back to what I was doing here. But if you go off script here, right? There are a thousand landmines that are already set up here. They've been sitting up here for months. And the media is salivating because yeah. he's already tripped up. Right. They know that they he's very capable him up again. of tripping up. <laughs> if you've been around him, yeah. here, if you've been around him and the stuff we've just seen from the side, because some of the statements he was making earlier on, we all were sitting here like, what, what is are, you, what are you doing? Yeah. Please. Jay, um, we talked about this. I would say make him available for a statement and then have a limited Q&A where at some point either he or Peter or somebody says, okay. It won't be him. It has to be. It has to be. It looks awful if it's him. I agree with that. So that's why I said Peter steps in and says, okay, guys, look, we're getting Deshaun ready to play a football game. Football only questions now. The next question that's not football related, we're shutting it down. You could do it that that, way. That works. I I think. I'm I'm not sure you can do that this week. (laughs) I don't know. I think you have to let it. You have to open the vein. And let it run its course. But why? Uh, because what's what's the fallout? If he, because the sharks are hungry. Oh, and but let me ask you this: water. What is the fall ultimately? There's like we say, oh, it looks bad. It does it. But the reality is, if Deshaun Watson went up there and said, 
I'm done. I've talked about it enough. I'm done talking about it. What's the real fallout besides think pieces ripping him again? Well, I mean, he, there's he's really not be no fallout. No, but for just the place of where the Browns are at, the fact he he has talked about it, but he hasn't talked very often. It's been a long time since we've heard from him. There has been a new allegation since he came out. There's a new court. It's not an allegation. It's a court case mm-hmm. come out against him. There are things he needs to address, and the Browns responsibly need to let him address he this. He did stuff. actually address the new court. Yeah, he did. His lawyer did. His lawyer did, not him. Uh, he has not. Uh, I just think there's no real fallout for him saying, uh, I'm I, not going to Well, I you think, know what? I think, um, Adam, the fallout would be, Jason, when, whenever the media is unified on something, and you're going to see it on every single media outlet, mm-hmm. it becomes reality. It's one thing, like in politics, you've got, Fox, the left, CNN. the left, you know, got CNN and MSNBC over here, and you got Fox over here, and there's a huge gap between them. So it's never really like when Fox starts beating the drum against Trump, that that's the worst thing that can happen to Donald Trump. And when CNN and MSNBC start beating the drum against Biden, that's the worst thing that can happen because then the unified, the message from the media becomes unified. Yeah. The message on Deshaun Watson is pretty close to unified. You know, there's not a lot of media outlets that are saying, yeah, you know, he's a good dude. Let's cut him some slack. They're they're sharks. They smell blood in the water. And the the risk, I think, in saying nothing or making it very brief is that now you've galvanized the media. What about that? How does that affect him on the field? Because the voice in the room now is coming from all corners. There's no defenders. The media has an absolute impact on the players. But, Jason, most of the people that are – think he shouldn't play or whatever, they're not going to change no matter what he says. So what's the point? They're still going to write those same You're not trying to convince things. anybody to come to your H- side. Here's what you're trying to do. I'm, I'm big into debates and political debates. There are some candidates that I know that I would not vote for. But when they do go to debate, to debates, the ones that do show up and they're prepared, they answer the questions well, even that's not their track record. I come away as a person who's on the opposition saying, well, the you know that person didn't do enough to get him off his, of his spot mm-hmm. because he came off as credible. He came off as he may have a different uh, opinion as you or different policies. But when you go to the public and you show your face and show that you are red, you are professional, and that you have thought about these things over time, what you do is come mm-hmm. away and some journalists say, "Well, I, I mean, I." I I think you might have been BS in that answer, but I really can't. Well, a fascinating it. case study in that was the Pennsylvania Senate race. Yep. Yeah. Where even the left media looked at the performance from the Democratic contender and they were like, this is troublesome. Yeah. This is really true. I've never seen well, his, it. In my, his opponent was a quack who ripped people off with illegal drugs. There's all I'm just yeah. sticking it to one side now. Yeah. I've never seen in, and and the political landscape is changing daily, it seems, Mm -hmm. but we're at a place now where everybody universally looked at that. Even Chuck Schumer was quoted off mic as saying, we got a big problem now in PA. Mm -hmm. But what happened was people were so entrenched in their beliefs that even when they saw the train wreck with their own eyes, they still went and voted their conscience, which was, their political affiliation. There was. And, well, and so in, in, in the, the way that, well, I think, the way that pertains, and this is the point Bull makes, Yeah, we are so dug in on our beliefs. We are so dug in that he could go out there and fumble a news conference and his supporters would be okay with it. They would say, 
uh, you know what? He's not a great talker. He doesn't get paid to talk. He's a football player. And his detractors are still going to be against Nothing's him. Nothing's going to change. He's got, but I don't huh. know that you want to move the meter with the public, because I don't think you will. It's and the, I think that debate in PA proves that. It's the independence. But it's you the do, middle. And the independence in this argument is the media. Yeah, that's it. They're, they're supposed to be the down the middle. And you just, you want to win them over. And I'll guarantee you, it will be a 35 nothing defeat if he gives them nothing. Well, I hear you. I just think the reality is that meaning. I will say this. You're 50%, I mean, your percentage of, of whether you support him, then you have another percentage, an equal percentage, I believe. That, you do? That I believe there's an equal percentage that, that are against him, and then it's, the, it's that group in the middle, I right? I think the supporters and, in Cleveland are bigger. And I would, I would say that the group that's left to decide, this is your media group, right? Yes. And I will just tell you, if you go back to his Clemson days and his, his Georgia days, he has people in the media that are supportive of him that have said, I know him, right? Sure, I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to railroad a piece on him, right? right. Then there's right. the other group in that same little group that's saying, I'm coming to Kelly. But the right? national media is far right. more impactful. I can yes. only do yes. what I can do. And I will tell you guys, I don't know if I said on the show or not, I, can, I met him for the first time a couple weeks ago when, yeah. when he first came back to the team. Because in these, in these scrums, when he, there's no chance to actually talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Sure. They wheel him in, he yeah. says what he says, and they whisk him out. Right. And there's no time for interaction. So I actually met him for the first time a couple weeks ago. And I just introduced myself and said, I'm Jason Lloyd with The Athletic. You're going to be here a while. I'm going to be here a while. Let's start building some sort of relationship. I'm willing to give him a chance. How did and that go? He was very receptive to it. And yeah. He said, I love the sound of that. Nice to meet you. Love to work with you in the future. And I know some, you know, see, he came here in March. I've talked to some people around him. I've started building relationships with some of the people in his circle, in his corner. And and that's the only way I can approach it right. is like, listen, I may not like everything I've heard about him, but I don't know You're the going guy. going in with a blank slate. I'm trying to. Yeah, that's yeah, what everybody that's, should do. You do a great job with that. You do. And, I mean, your ego's a little out of control. but the, do that. I wish everybody else could do and that. And I think more people do that than give credit and for. I, I do, too. That's yeah. why I said you're yeah. not alone. There are right. more that do that. But and I, I, I ripped him after the first press conference. Yep. And I went in As there, with, should. An, I went in there yeah. with an open mind. And I sat there listening going, oh, my well, And God. that was fair for you to do because you were writing on what you saw. And what right. you saw was an abject disaster. Yeah. I'll say this. Um, I checked with our college folks that covered him when he was at Clemson. Okay. And I also checked with some people that I know in Houston that have been long time. Names you know. Guys mm-hmm. that have been in Houston forever. They mm-hmm. cover the Oilers. I didn't get one, probably seven or eight people that I reached out to got back to me. I reached out to more than that. But the ones that I reached out to, of the seven or eight that got back to me, it looked like, it looked like, it looked like a, you, the kind of reference you would hope to get from someone who you put down as a reference. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Every single person, none with dogs in the fight. That's what I people was saying. People that covered him for a couple years yep. at Clemson, mm-hmm. people that got to know him personally, yep. people that got to see him operate behind the scenes with his teammates, his family, his friends, and it was glowing. It was right. 100% of the precincts reported, this guy's a great guy. And I'm not saying that he didn't do these things, right. but that is out of character right. for who he is. I've seen but, how he treats people. But but the reality is that those people are not massage therapists, and we don't know. No. People are different with different people. That's, and they all so said we don't that. Know, right. They all said, I'm not defending the claims against him. Yeah. I can't speak to those. I know nothing of that. But I yeah. And I told them but specifically you, in my introductory email, I don't want to know what I don't want your opinion on what right. he did. Right. I want to know in your experience with, with your him, eyes and how, how he's interacted he? with you and those around you. How is he as a human being? And that's and why I'm I telling s- you it was glowing. And that's why I said earlier, a lot of people don't want him here. A lot of people are disgusted by this. Yeah. I, I get it. You're allowed to feel that way. Absolutely. Feel that way. Sure. You want to throw your jersey off? 
throw your jersey off. You don't want to go to games anymore? I don't blame you. But it is curious to me, we have not really heard his side. And you can say you can't defend the indefensible. Because I've had people tell me that. I've had people at my company tell me that. You can't defend the indefensible. But I still think at some point, his side, There's a side should be heard. And sure. I think it will be heard probably in a Netflix special two or three years. <laughs> I agree. I'm serious. Right. No, I, no, I don't, think, happen I don't think he trusts anyone to tell his story. And it's and it, I can understand why he wouldn't. Right, and it sure. and it may be like the Michael, you know, it's it's his version, yeah. and maybe it's not exactly true, but this is his version. Oh, you mean the uh, last dance? Yeah, the last <laughs> dance. I may have used but, this example on the show, but it's like making a murderer. Yeah. When you watch the Netflix series, you go, he's he's. You're convinced this guy didn't do it. That's exactly right. But then you realize, go read the book that was written by the prosecutor, who who was made to look like an absolute tool. Buffoon. Yeah. And you read the book, and you're like. So what, what it reminds you of is I just experienced the court and, and an actual court case on a massive scale. Right. There's a reason that in court cases, you don't just hear from the prosecution and then the jury goes and votes. Right, right. You hear the jury side or you hear the, the prosecution prosecutor. side and you're like, oh my God, this guy flat out did it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then you yeah. hear the yeah. defense yeah. side and you're like, I don't know. but wait, but what about this? Yeah. And it's the same thing yeah. here. He wants to control, and it's smart for him to do that. And there will be Manti people that Teo. won't watch it or will dismiss it because they're like, well, it's his, it's his product. Right, yeah, right. But he does need to get his message out, and the way you control the messaging 100% is through a documentary where you just you see a compilation of facts that make him look innocent. But understand that's just one half of the story. That's exactly right. Guys, and, and I, here's my question. On the field, what are your expectations this week? What is everybody's – Rust. I agree. <laughs> a lot of it. I think we're going to see a mix, right? I think there's going to be moments where you're going to be like, that's why that's, we got them. That's why they went and got them. Right? I think there and was, there's going to be moments where you're like, mm. I think you're going to hear people, uh, and I, I hope I'm wrong, but I think you're, if, 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 it's, if they're down 17 to 3, you will hear cries for put percent in. Oh, yeah, sure. I don't think it's going to take much. I don't think they'll be down 17-3 because I think he's that bad. I don't either. But, but I think – I just look back to – now, he only threw what? He played six plays, yeah. four plays. He threw a pick. I In think he played four plays. Yeah. He overthrew a receiver on his first ball. You expect him to do that. He's amped up. I hope I'm wrong, but I think that – look, you can't take a guy out of the – this is the highest caliber of talent in the world, and he hasn't done it against live ammunition in two years yeah, almost. Right. Be, to expect him to go out there and be 31 be, or 36 for four foolish. touchdowns and that'd no be, picks. That'd be foolish. It's yeah. foolish to expect that. You know, I had somebody tweet at me yesterday and say, I can't wait to see Deshaun Watson. I feel the same way too. He's, they, they said to me, he's the second best quarterback in the NFL. And I said, no, no, that's gas. You, first of all, he's not. No. The second best quarterback in the NFL. Could he be in the next few years? Sure. Yeah. That's possible. He's that kind of well, talent. Again, but don't put that, that kind that of discussion. Again, don't put that kind of pressure on no, him right now. Again, I came back and it goes back to the game plan. Now you you have to imagine if I was away from the game for a while, I'm gonna be rusty. It's gonna take me a while to get some rhythm and cadence back into right. into, into And how, I think we're talking I, games, not quarters. Yeah, not quarters, games. I before I get myself games. back into a flow. But he has a the fans he has a luxury. My question is, will he, de- will he deploy it? In Chubb. Yeah, will he deploy it? Yeah. Because that buys Watson time. Um, I don't have to come here and say every – got to make all the plays, right? Right. Now, I will, I will, as the season went on, 
he got better with, with Jacoby. Like, let me let, let, let me let, especially the last few weeks, let me let him eat a little more. Let me let him eat a little more. And I'll hail Jacoby in a, in a slot here. This is where I need you. McNuggets, that's, you have that's the question. You yeah, we uh, want to remind everybody that if you're not a member of the UCSS community, we do exclusive overtime content. We're going to talk a little Ohio State, little Cavs today on overtime. $1.99 a month gets you some cool emojis. $4.99 a month gets you that extra overtime content. And it's also getting really cold outside, and our friends over at Cleveland Whiskey have just released their Christmas bourbon. It's available now at all your local liquor stores to take home today. Cleveland Whiskey, whiskey without limits. Cleveland Whiskey's... I don't know if anybody has anybody had that yet. Cleveland whiskey. I have not. I plan on picking up a Let bottle. Me I'm not a whiskey guy, but I was given a promotional bottle and I thought, yeah, look, you know, I'll, I'll break this open once and give it a shot. Um, it's it's different than other whiskeys. There's a smoothness to it. I couldn't. I was shocked because, again, I'm not a whiskey guy. So I thought, yeah, you know, I'll take this. And a friend gave it to me and I said, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And when I did, I'm like, this is going to be my go to whiskey. Ooh, and it's, it has nothing to do with the fact that it's from Cleveland. It's right. just. If I'm going to drink whiskey because I'm not a whiskey drinker, it has to have that where when you finish it, you don't yeah, yeah, one of these numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ooh. it went down I'm, really smooth. I'm, and a, I'm a whiskey I'm a guy. I, you know, I'm, a, I'm a wild turkey. I do Jameson. Ooh, wild I turkey. Do, yeah, I'm, I, all the all See, the to me, that has, that has some kick. Oh, you got to have heart. And, G, while you're <laughs> drinking your whiskey, become a member of the Ultimate Cleveland That's Sports right. Show. For, for the $4.99 tier is the way to go. The $1.99 tier, I'm not even going to waste time with. The $4.99 tier gets you the bonus content. On the bonus content today, we'll be talking about the Buckeyes' embarrassing performance against Awful. Michigan. We'll talk oh. about the Cavs a little bit. They got to win after losing to Milwaukee in an embarrassing third quarter by them on Friday night. That's all coming up. $4.99 a month for less than $60 a year. You will have all this bonus content that nobody else will have access to. Yeah, and, and we thank those that have already become members. We yeah. think it's, uh, you know, it's, it's the biggest tribute that you can have. It's one thing to watch when the show is free. Yeah. I think the biggest honor and tribute you can have, Jason, you know this because you're working for a medium now where it's a paywall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When they break through the paywall, that's, that's, those are the super fans. Those are yeah. the ones. And we're going to do something we haven't figured out yet, what yet, but we're going to do a personal interact with all of those folks that are in the area and that can get that's here. That's right. For the 499 members, some kind of a watch party with a Browns game at a local bar or something. I, I know that they're still working about working out details there, but it we want to press the flesh, as they say, and break bread and drink beers with these folks that have yes. paid us the ultimate compliment. I'll give you five bucks a month for and, the extra. Compliment. And by the way, for everybody, not just members, for everybody, if you want to join me, so for Friday's show, the rest of the guys are going to be in studio, but I will be doing my end of the show at the Clevelander. In downtown Cleveland, I'm going to be there from 11 to 1. So I'll be doing my end of the show from there. I, I've reached out to a bunch of people. I know Do they have good internet there? Because the last time we tried this, didn't yes, so well. I've done I've done the radio show there a million times. I know the manager. I know yeah, the owner. Good. We're going to be hard lined when in. Mike tried that just across the. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like you know, he's coming from, from Jupiter. The Clevelanders <laughs> used to it. We'll be down there. It's going to be great. I know a lot. A uh, number of fans have told me they're coming already. Good. So come awesome. by and say hi. I'll be there from 11 to 1. Uh, one thing I want to go to today, and it didn't really factor into the game, but it could have. Um, okay, Jay, before you do that, you can have I, lost can my I, audio, sure. by the way. I don't know what happened. You probably came unplugged from your IFB box. Can, can I throw something at you guys? Because sure. I don't know. We kind of touched it off the top, but Njoku's catch. Yeah. Obviously, time and situation plays into greatest catch yeah. ever. But in Cleveland Browns history, at least since 99, where does that rank among some of your guys' top catches that any Browns ever made? I can't think of one off the top of my head. No, I can't There's either. There's not here. I'm a long time Brown guy. I can't even think of one. That catch was 
special. That was a special catch. If you think about it, it did save yeah. the season. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, if that ball hits the ground, the season is. Yeah. Look, he over. caught that At with three his, and eight. He caught that done. in traffic with his left hand, one-handed. Yeah. yeah. Falling backwards. He's an incredible athlete. You know, he was a New Jersey high school high jump champion. He wow. jumped seven feet. Now imagine how big a frame this guy has. Yeah. Getting that entire body over something that's as tall as you are. Stand up. Yeah. <laughs> Eli, I'm old. Eli, I'm I think, you, I, I, I think you got I'm, enough slack I, I, on your I'm wire. Pin, I'm pinned down, Jay. Yeah, I think you're good. I'm Try it. Down, Jay. Okay. I can't. I'm pinned down, Jay. You, you don't have enough slack. No, no. He, he already six five right there uh, in the squatting position. Yeah, no, got, the court's not Someone down. asked Earl this uh, weekend. He was telling us this morning. He could jump over your body. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone asked Earl this morning. They go, uh, not this morning, over the weekend. They go, is Brad really tall? And we're like, no, Brad's actually short. We just. We just shoot him at weird well, angles to make well, it Like, do they so, not know he played in the NBA? So, so for folks, that, the folks that want to know, do you want to imagine how high you just talk about in, yeah. in Joku jump? A doorway. A doorway. Yeah, that's what I always he's used jumping to say. Over, my son. He, he's jumping over your door. The doorway yeah. is 6'8". Yep. So that's you what, that's put what four, I four more inches on top of your doorway, door and that's how high a Joku and, jump. And with four inches to spare. Yeah. Four, yes. It's, like, it's it, hard to, like, rank it because there may be other catches like that that we just don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I think we'd remember them. Yeah. Yeah, I think so it's weird. It's like a Hail Mary that. In, Tim threw in, in the mini and in the maxi here. So in the moment, if this was a catch in the second quarter to keep a drive going, we'd yeah, be right. like, "What a catch!" Yeah. But it wasn't. It was to fourth. It was to keep the game going and to keep the season going. Yeah. And, and you know, athletically, I don't know that we have seen anything. And you know, it was special because did you see the defender's face after he got up? His, like, he couldn't believe <laughs> he's draped he, on his that, leg that he made this freaking Jacoby, catch. Jacoby said he thought he sailed it. See, he didn't yeah. think there was any chance. Brissett said it. after the game, he's like, I thought I he had no chance to catch. Right. See, and it looked like he did. Earl says Braylon Edwards had a catch in 07 against the Rams that he thinks is better. Oh yeah, in the end zone, the left bottom left I end no, zone. I, I, I it was it was against the old Rams too. That was in St. Louis. He dunked on somebody tough. It was a great catch, but I just want to at this point in time take my victory lap on the David and Joku signing. I was told that yeah, I, was a, good. I was a fool. I, didn't well, I don't know about a fool. I, I, I still say the, I still say the, the Browns, Browns overpaid him at, at the that? time, what but was it? Yeah. He, I am a fool. And what else? The Browns, Who called you a fool? The, the Browns, they said they were fleeced in this, this deal. Not only is David and Joku look special. David Njoku is now getting flowers during the season. We usually have to wait for a tight end to see what the numbers look like. But when you make catches like this, now, it just all that better. being said, he is in the he's in the ballpark of Kelsey in pay. Yeah, in pay. Yeah. And he's not Kelsey. And he's not Kelsey. Well, he's still overpaid, it was but still he's been good. It, it's over. I agree. They, the Browns really felt year. they had to do it. And he has what? played. Uh, he's definitely played better than His we best all. Season, yeah, by I far. Think, as it's Brown. supply and demand. It's like starting pitching yeah, in baseball. Here's what I will say. He, we still get to see Watson, and I, 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 I waited too long to tell y'all this. I don't think Watson's gonna look bad. I don't think he's gonna come out and look with no rust. No rust. No. You know why? Wow. Stefanski's playbook is is in, it, 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 it caters to middlings. The throws the middlings get, like Baker, look good. Them, them is hot and ready throws. Five dollar little Caesars. He go right over there, grab it up, throw it over there. Jacoby Brissett, <laughs> he got the five dollar hollers. He them is ready to go. Here. You get you some breadsticks and wings, and it's good. But here's the problem, G. That may work for Jacoby Brissett, 
What if you got a guy like Watson who feel like I'm a gunslinger? Don't be yeah, holding me down. No, I take no two. Hey. I take no two three footers. Hey. I'm, I'm yeah. going down the track with this. So, so I'm dialing, I'm dialing think, in from three. And I think the play calls will reflect. That. <laughs> I, I it's think, not the same playbook. I, what? I, I'm excited for that. <laughs> I think Kevin Stefanski. You ever see somebody who who was who was smaller, uh, you know, and later in their life than they was? Maybe they was bigger. Maybe they wasn't as cool in high school. And all of a sudden, they get a little money. They get a little pocket. You little money in your pocket, right? They get that first job. That means you got a good gym. You mess around. You done got on a supplement program. You eating good. <laughs> now all of a sudden, you ten years out. You go back to that high school reunion just to show you what you was really like. This is what I really was supposed to be back then. So people could say, "Oh my goodness, did you see Susie?" Susie, oh my gosh, she didn't look even, like that in high see, school. Susie done grown all the way up. Kevin Stefanski gonna tell you on on Sunday in, in mm. Houston, I done grown all the way he's up. He's gonna be Susie. Where is these routes come from? He's mm. gonna be hot. Oh, he's gonna come out well, there. We'll see. Five wide. Are you motions. scared about that though, G. Bush? Because uh, we've always talked about, and all year we've talked about Stefanski outsmarting himself. Hold on. Who are you gonna go five oh, wide with? Oh, these five. Hey, wide. these five. Look, if they come out Ooh, here, and they, if who? they come out here and they got Hunt and then Joku, Joku, DPJ, you're out, you're out of bullets right there. <laughs> <laughs> you hey, the Browns are undefeated when Schwartz gets Schwartz's back. You go five wide with Schwartz is back. He caught one pass, got a field, and got that reverse. Hey, he's you go five wide until there's not a team in football that's got five good wide receivers. So you go five wide. Eagles can do it. Eagles last night was it was they're just guys. Besides, no, they're not just guys. Not even people. They are. No, they're not. Who's Quez Watkins or somebody? He's not any better than the schlubs the Browns have on the bench. Oh, really? Yeah. They've got a Heisman Trophy winner from two years ago that might be one of the best route runners in the NFL. Yeah. Who? Smith. Yeah, the top two guys are great, not five. You said five. Uh, they ran up. They ran five wide yesterday. Oh, and anybody with, can run five listen, wide. Doesn't you don't they have, don't have, have five, five pro bowlers? Get the graphic well, ready. You have five guys that can catch the ball. Get the graphic ready. We don't have that. Look, look oh, come done. on. Look, look what you've done. done. This is your let fault. Me get, let me get back to this. <laughs> look, DP. mom and dad are fighting. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. Here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. By the way, listen to the stat. Listen to the stat real quick. Hold on. Listen to the stat real quick. Nuggets is trying to take control. Tom Brady was two eighteen and zero. With a seven-point lead, come a minute on, to go yeah, they come on, we had that on tagboard, but no, we're gonna, <laughs> nobody's paying attention to tagboard. Go, go ahead, we're gonna have go you guys go back. Yeah, let's have, go let's have the middle here decide a winner of this debate. Do the yeah. Eagles have five good receivers? G. Bush, Jason, and Brad. This is how we're gonna set nobody the has five Jay good receivers. Stop it. These are the five receivers that played last night for the Eagles. Okay, AJ Brown. Yes. Devonta Smith. Both tier one guys. Quez Watkins. Okay. Just a guy. I put him tier one guy too. What? Because he gets so much spillover when those guys what? are coming. Keep going, Mike. Keep, Keep going. Zach Pascal. No, I don't know. Just a guy. Nothing. He's a nothing. And Grant Calcaterra. Come on. How many guys had? They're guys. Um, how they many have two receivers, receivers caught balls last night? Uh, receivers or tight ends? Yeah, no, guys, that's not guys, a, that's guys, guys. They have two the receivers. They have three hundred fifty-three yards stop rushing. I, 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 stop I'm, I'm gonna give them three receivers. They have three. Who's three? I, I know who Pascal is. That guy's just a guy. He's been around the league, done so, nothing. So Pascal did not make a catch yesterday. You take him, what's yeah, that? What's yesterday. the most yards Zach Pascal has ever had in a season? Three hundred in a season? Yeah. Uh, no, I bet you it's more than that. Yeah, Four hundred. Let, let me go back to my point. I'll tell you right now. PJ. Why are we arguing about the Eagles? I'm not sure. The Browns don't have that. I'm trying to go back. I'm trying to go back to this. All right, DPJ. 
He has got he's remark- remarkably better doing the 650. And I'm going to say he's got a remark- wow. Double what you said. You thought, <laughs> you, thought he had 300. Whatever. We're still at the Eagles. the Eagles. Nobody cares. Because these guys are saying ridiculous <laughs> things no, no, and these no. guys have five wide receivers. I'm trying to make a statement about DPJ. That you were wrong about him. Where's my DPJ? I will admit. You guys are killing him. You guys are killing him before the season. Can I make my statement? Yes, go ahead. Please. DPJ has gotten remarkably better during the season. Yes, he has. And I want to tell you why I think he's gotten better. When they put him back to return those punts, he has no fear now. He tracked one down yesterday in traffic. Yeah. Not blinking, right? If you notice when he runs these routes now, he's not blinking. He's like, he's looking for He's like, I can catch this thing in he traffic. He caught one ball where he and, just got And I was like, after. whoa, because you know, the worst thing is, you know what, you got to go back there and retrieve a punt. And you know they screaming down the field at oh, you. Oh, oh man! How many people have you been seeing get shaky on the? It's thing? a wet football. <laughs> you got it's the windy. Chiefs, the Chiefs fumbled their first punt return yesterday. Uh, yep. Sky Moore. I was like, so that has done him a world of good. Yeah, because that's a, you know, his, I haven't thought confidence. of that, but that's a good point because you're you know you're going to take fire the second you catch the ball, and it's mm. the same thing when you're going over the middle. He's been really. So good. at first he was returning punts like this, just catching it, fair catching. He wasn't going anywhere. Now lately, he's been trying to return these things. Like, oh my God! By the trying, way, Ford as a kickoff returner. You're trying to great. get up. You're trying to get upfield. But the cool thing about that is, Brad, he's developed in inopportune circumstances, yes. right? So now, when when you get a quarterback back that can make all the throws, that that is going to be reading a little bit quicker, extending plays. Now, he's already seasoned. They've been through it with, with it not looking good. They've been through the season. So now you got guys on the offense. The offensive line is a little banged up, but but Njoku has gotten better. Donald Peoples-Jones got better. We see Amari Cooper starting to look like, you know, people say he disappeared a little bit, yeah. but heck, he, 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 may, he make it up for it. But I'm going to tell you, since you said the one thing, so he's gotten better. I think the pump returns have done it, but I'm going to just tell you, you said something about the line. That Jedrick Wills. Oh, oh, oh my he's, God. Oh, my God. He's struggling. <laughs> oh, my. Jedrick Wills. Uh, would waste, not, I mean, it was a bad pick. I, I think mean, we, we can I, label that pick a miss. But there again, you have supply and demand. I, I don't know how you upgrade that spot. Uh, I, I don't either. They can't. He's so, ad, He's adequate and, enough. And I, I said it flippantly earlier. You're taking that high, though. You can't be adequate. No. The, it's a, the, pick didn't, is, the pick is not a good pick. I don't disagree with you there. But it's going to be hard to get somebody better. Right. Speaking of picks, the, the, I was all supportive of Cade York. I know that he missed again yesterday. His miss yesterday was like – That was awful. That's bro. like if G. Bush came out of the stands. My like God. Halftime contest. I'm not kick. kicking any. Did you see his yeah. face when he, he missed that kick? He's too clean yeah. to be looked, kicking outside. <laughs> Why would I kick in these, these fuchsia pink J's? Why would I do that? You might, ha- you might have looked better, though, doing that. Yeah. So, we want to talk about that. He's 17 for 23. We'll get the stats up in one sec. And yes. I know three have been blocked, which is inexcusable. But there was a debate. There's a debate whether or not it is the holder. Yeah. Now, this 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 idea that every time he misses, yeah. we're going to blame the holder. No, I mean, no, come no, that's on. not fair. First of all, I know that um, Jay Feely has talked about, but Jay Feely gave a couple of stats, and I think they're a little misleading. First of all, he said Tyler Bass, the Bills kicker, had his worst year with Bjorkes. Yes. Okay, which is technically true. But here's the thing. Bass has only been in the league three years. Right. His rookie year was with Bjorquez. He still kicked over 80%. Yeah. It's not like he had a bad year. In no, fact, it was just his, J- J- I don't think Jay called it your bad. He just but, said it was his worst. Year. But okay. And that's correct. But here's the worst year. His fir- and it also happened with Mason last year. That's not Reed. correct. It was actually his second worst year with Mason. With Mason. Well, he's, I think his body of work is much bigger. 
Right. Listen. But here's the thing with Bass. So Bass's rookie year was with Bjorkes. Yes. The second year, his percentage was a little better. He made the exact same amount of field goals. He had two more misses. Right. They were both over 50 yards. I hardly think two extra misses of 50 yards plus no. is going to blame now, the punter. Now, to that, so, yeah. so Jay, when he looks at this, I yeah. had a long conversation with Jay about this topic. Yeah. It's not fair just to look at the misses and see whether or not the hold was good or bad. Jay said a great kicker makes a bad holder look great. I asked him, is this similar to a pitcher-catcher relationship? That's what I know. Um, I can't I can't expertly speak on this because I, I just don't know. Uh, I wanted to go to someone who has done it at that level. I do know the relationship between a pitcher and catcher. Most of it, if, if you've ever talked to guys about this relationship, it's mostly up here. But it's a thing. It's real. That's why some pitchers have their personal catch. And well, that's exactly I, why. What I'd like to you ask Jay specifically, is he basing his criticism of Bjorkes on the, the numbers, which I think were no. slightly misleading? No. Or is he actually seeing something? So it's different. It's almost like if, if, a, if a novice golf fan looks at a guy's putt stats yeah. and, right. and, and makes his decision based off the final number. Right. Because that's not, that's not the way you do it. It's, he said it's also not the way you judge kickers. There's a lot of things that goes into go into kicking that we don't even get. We don't sure. even understand. Most sure. of it's timing. But what what Jay said was it's absolutely like the relationship between a pitcher and catcher, but this was the funny part that is is he's absolutely true on because even though it's mostly mental when I'm pitching to a guy that I would I would rather pitch to my normal catcher, it's mostly mental and I realize that by the third or fourth inning and it's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's a thing. But what Jay said was, unlike a relationship between a pitcher and catcher, the catcher can never make the pitcher miss. The holder can absolutely make the kicker miss. Well, and so it's 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 so technical. It's like a pole vault. If you watch a guy that pole vaults, there's so many moving parts to that. Mm-hmm. One of them is off slightly. It's a ter- It's a miss. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't make if everything isn't perfect. And Jay said, as fans, we have now taken for granted the process of snap, catch, right about place, that. kick. We do. We take that yeah, for granted. So did granted. he say Bjorkes is not a good holder? He, he said he doesn't. First of all, he's, he's not going to. He's not going to roll on him. Yeah, he doesn't right. want to do that. But he said it is. It is true that the kicker in Green Bay and the kicker in Buffalo were not themselves when he was the holder. He also said that Prefer has made the point to talk about how much Bjorkes has worked on becoming a better holder. They knew it was a deficiency right. of his when he came here. He told me, not in this chain, he told me years ago when he was talking about that, that the mistake the game has made is to say that the backup quarterback is going to yeah, be right, right. Yeah, He yeah. said that's a terrible mistake because we've just said that's a round peg. He's got to go in this hole. Right. If you had an open tryout, There's it's a, an interesting skill set. It really is. There's a science to it. It actually should be a wide receiver. If you think about the skill set that a player hands. has, the hands, yeah, the quick and reliable hands. A lot of snaps not always here. Great holders will get one here, and now, now it's different. Now he's got to not move the ball eight inches for the place. He's got to go twenty inches to the place. And then spin. And spin that, would pro- that would probably have to be something that the wide receiver's done for a while, not just when he gets to the well, NFL. Well, here's maybe. the thing: the yeah. reason it's Bjorkes is because you're a special team guy, so you right, must be a yeah. You got. I time, just think. I think in the work. end, right? You've got time, and you, you know you're not like wide receivers. How much time are they actually going right. to spend on it? But if you look at the skill set needed to be a good holder, 
it's funny that they've we've said for many years it'll be the backup quarterback or it will be the punter. Well, in reality, the the re, the relationship is so it's like stacking blocks, and if any one of them is off, the building falls. Yeah. He doesn't want to put all of it on Bjorkes, and and I understand why he doesn't want to do that. Also, the fact that this is Kate York's rookie season, statistically, almost every kicker's well, worst season. But is that's his why the Buffalo year. thing is unfair because that was his rookie season. Because it's a small sample size. Right. But They're- with Mason. It's a little different. But Crosby's it wasn't his worst year. It wasn't Mason's it worst was year. It was almost, it was his second, it was his second worst, worst year. year. It was close to his worst year. So, it was very close. So I'll, I'll equate it to this. So to your point is there is a, in basketball, the person that can set a player up to, like, to your prime score, you know, they like the ball where they like it. They yeah. like, you got to deliver it where they like it. And everybody can't deliver it, right? You know, there was a, there was a difference, right? There were guys on the wing, like, like Bill Cartwright and them liked it because I could drop it to them where they wanted it, right? I know where to put it to oh, you. Oh, entry right? into the post, right? Right, right. If, I'm, if I've got a back door, you got to throw a lob to somebody, right? You better know how to get it there and know what they you, want, where you want it, when they want it, right? Yeah. And I, I don't have to say go. I can just give you a, a, a raise of an eyebrow and you know to go to it. And I'm going to go to it, mm-hmm. right? So there's there's a systematic way, so I, I can get it right. So if that is a problem for the Browns, yeah, but we, we don't got, know you, that, guys. I'm just saying. No, I'm saying we don't know I, that. I, I just, and we've spent just five said, minutes giving Kate York said, a pass just, for a field goal. Not a pass. Just, not, not a pass. Yeah. I, I, I just said. A I just said if there yeah. is a problem, then get rid of Bjork. Then you figure it out. But you're yeah. not gonna figure it out now. No, and they won't talk to us about it either. Listen, Jay said that that's stuff. That's something that is very very personal between the holder and the kicker and the special teams coach. He would know if there is a relationship problem, and I don't mean that they don't get along. No, no, just not I a just good fit. Like there's just you know, it, it 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 comes down to home run derby. A lot of times, you, you know where you like the ball, mm-hmm. just to, to your setup, mm-hmm. and it's not that you're not good at throwing home run derby. Always, it's just you don't do it the way the hit. Bottom line is make the kicks, make the no, friggin' kicks. Here's the thing. If you know, if Jay Feely knows all this, and he's telling you this verse, I've heard of all this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Bjorkas has a reputation around the league right. as this. In, in the circles of the special teams world, right? Not to fans, like fans no, don't no, no, know it. Not. But, but but Jay it, watches this stuff for it, a living. Griefer knows it. Griefer knows inside, it. Too. Ba- Griefer. Inside baseball, they know. Well, it. then why didn't they get another punter? Uh, well, because he's his not been punting that great either. Punt, not <laughs> but <laughs> as you're talking, I'd never thought about this before. There's a long snapper. Like his job yep. is, is to is, get it where they can get the hold out. I wonder because listen, the kicking game is so critical now to whether you win you're or winning lose. or losing. If you're making your kicks, are we going to get to the point where a holder takes up a spot on the 53? No, no, no. I'm not saying this year or next year, but we have, when you I go mean, to when you go to camp, things are so specialized. Important it is when I went to camps in, in college. Right, you go to camps in college. I went to Ohio State. I went to Michigan. You go to these places in Notre Dame. You go to these camps. They hold snapping uh, uh, competitions, right? Long snappers, punters, snappers, all that good stuff. They're looking for them. You can get a scholarship on demand. Look at Charlie. Yeah, Yeah, just the career he's had. Just he does one thing. I know, and he does it well. And if if you can snap under a certain time. And you in it, his on is on in his head. You get a scholarship leaving camp. And Kate they, York they, make the kicks. And you can't make the touch kicks. Him. Make, make, make the, the kicks. kicks. Make I the guess. freaking. And he, kicks, I'm still not worried about him. I, no, I'm, I'm fine with he's him. Not but he's got to make those kicks. Yeah, yes. that's it. Especially from 39. I, but he did miss so badly on that <laughs> that you think something had to happen. That's yeah. I, something I, had to happen. Maybe he was. Somebody texted me that he was collected, but they didn't. No, they were awful yesterday on showing replays. There was a play that was we. It was a challenge play that we challenged 
and we went to commercial break, and Awful. when they came back, Fox yeah. always does that. Tampa Bay was running a play, and they're like, "Well, the challenge was unsuccessful." Fox is an abomination. We never saw a replay of it, not one time. That anal- who's the analyst again? He's awful. Uh, 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 Jonathan Vilma. Oh, I'm okay the, with Jonathan. He's medium. Can he sauce. pronounce anybody's name right? Like that's your job. <laughs> he? He's what learned how to pronounce the guy's hold name. On, hold on, hold on. What is he? He medium sauce. He's not even mild. <laughs> he sauce. said yeah. Jeremiah Arulu Kalamo. I mean, yeah. he, come yeah. on. It's your job to pronounce He's the guy's name. Go ahead. He's, what's up, what's up yes. Mikey? We got to get to some internet Mark questions Sanchez before we do too. final ahead, takes. Whenever we ask the internet a question, it's brought to us by our good friends at PCC Airfoils. Looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Let's Airfoils in like Eastlake, Mentor, Wilkins, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full Plethora. benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers. To learn more, this one comes from Donnie M. Good news, by the way. Mike just moved to Minerva. We're all very excited about that. Congratulations, Mike. <laughs> Living in Minerva, Minerva now. Yeah. No, he's making it up. Oh, okay. Come but on, no, Mikey. Shout out Minerva. Come we on, like Mikey. Minerva. Come on, Mikey. This from Donnie M. He says, "Fellas, Watson brings a totally different dynamic to this team. If we get the 2020 Watson right off the bat, and that's a big <laughs> if. Who do you think we <laughs> lose to in our remaining games? If Remember, we're a penalty aunt, away if from my being aunt had the something." So does the Browns' uncle. defense still suck? That's the question. I'm going to tell you what. Yes. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you what. Browns' defense sucks, but it's, a, it's something to be said for, for Jordan coming and wearing that 45. Watson makes I was the, just about to bring, that, about to bring it, that up because I, you just made me think about that. I said, remember he was away from the game, right? That yeah. Jordan how long, Jay, how long did it take him before he started looking like Jordan? I was when like, he, when he first that. came back, he wasn't looking like Jordan. No, it took a year, really. <laughs> I mean, what happened in his first game? And Deshaun year Watson back? ain't Jordan. Uh, the first game back, it was atrocious. 19, yeah. It was, 19 a, points it was atrocious. It, I believe it, it took defensive. a while. It took nah, a while. He was the best. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I, I retort on that. He came back against the Pacers, 19 points, I believe. But then he dropped 50. No, no, the year. Oh, the year. I just say he did, did, he oh, no. did drop and, 50 and when point, he came back. He's right. going to have moments. He's going to have great moments. balls where we say but when he's you, back But when good. you got back to consistent Jordan, yeah, yeah. it yeah. took a minute. It, it took yeah. a season. It yeah, took it a took minute. A we can hope for the best. If you're going to con yourself into believing they're going to win seven in a row, fine. I hope they do. Look, but, Jack, uh, you know. Gee. He went the full full year in forty five, and then he had to shed that. He he like, yeah. Give me this other thing. Well, back back here. I will say that Sean Watson has one thing that can make you look better than you you are, and Andy Reid did a good enough job with that with Mike Vick. He said, "You got your legs. We're gonna use that until you get comfortable." The problem is, on you, a don't leg, wanna, you don't want to. You don't want. He might get popped. Yeah, you don't want They've that been to popping people. That's the worst. I, I told you that's the worst case scenario. The worst case scenario is he come back, he's balling. He looked good, and all of a sudden, whoops. He hadn't taken a hit in 700 days. Or yeah. Yeah. You wanna, I don't want to be in a car crash right away. You want to limit that. Let's do fender benders. <laughs> limit but, that. See, see uh, there's a catch-22 with this, I, and hey, I think he's going to come out trying to play, and he's going to be running the I, ball I, out you know himself. Who, you know who's smart, though? Your boy Jalen Hurts is pretty smart because he, when they when it looked like he about to get popped, he's going out of bounds. Yeah, but by the way, I'm like, he is so thick and sturdy. <laughs> He's not. I mean, like, he just. But he's still not. Six hundred pounds. But he's still not trying to take no hits. See, no, like, he's I, good. I, at I, not I'm not taking no hits. <laughs> he he was. He and Lamar are both pretty good at getting they out of bounds. To, they need to employ that Tyler uh, the Heineke. Take a knee and then sit there and wait yeah, for him to, to fake that yeah, knee. Yeah. <laughs> and then take the hit and get the penalty. Get that 15. Uh, are we going to do? We got final takes. Final we takes? got 11 minutes for final takes. All so right. everyone make sure you keep them to a uh, yeah. relative length. Boy, you're right. first. All right, guys. Well, Saturday was an awful day for the Buckeyes. They were embarrassingly awful. Uh, and we'll talk about what, whether or not Ryan Day should be fired. Ooh. 
Stop later this it. week. I mean, all those wins against it's Indiana coming. are meaningful. Um, <laughs> but despite that, Saturday was a fantastic day. It was a great day. I had fun. First, we went to Jay's Palatial Estate for, for the game. Jay and his wife and his son were great hosts. We had a great time. Jason was there. Gee, no your show. That don't know what happened to him. I almost stole it. I mean, what was? the soap is delicious. You know, <laughs> Even your soap. so good. Oh, I Jay's told my wife, I was going to steal it because there's so many people there who never know. We would, one. How's that? Jay's, <laughs> Jay's man cave work. is off the charts. Unbelievable. My son had fun. Jason's son had fun. We brought them there. That was my, my favorite was part there. was watching your kids yeah. interact and have a blast. They, yeah. they were making up games. Yeah. They, they were they having did. so they much really fun, those guys. And so that was a great, great afternoon. We had a lot of fun, all of us together. And then Saturday night, Leroy Horde was in town, and he invited G and I for dinner. And he invited some of the other guys. You guys, Jay couldn't come. I Mike was out of town. I had to take a pass. And I, I thought that it was just going to be me, G, and Leroy at dinner. Yeah. And Leroy never rolls like that. So I show up at Johnny's. I'm the first one there. Leroy gets there like two minutes later. And we go to the table, and I'm like, this is like a table for 12 people. I'm in like, the corner? Was it the corner up front? It wasn't the corner, but oh, it was okay. up front, but it was like the second table. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm like, Leroy, who else is coming? He's like, oh, Bernie's coming, Eric Metcalf. He's like, you know the golfer Jason Duffner? He's coming too. So this was – we. so I got Jason Duffner on my right. I got G. Bush on my left. Bernie. Leroy's across from me. Bernie Kosar's right. across from G. We had a ball. So between Jay's house in the afternoon and dinner with those guys at night – what a day it was. I'm Fantastic time. It. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And, and those dinners are the stories. Oh, my God. I wish we could tell them here. Oh Most my of them we cannot. God. That's but, under a double page. Between Bernie, Bernie and Leroy? And, and Leroy together. Well, Matt, Eric Metcalf came a little later. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he showed up at the end. But Duffner, had, I didn't even, you know, yeah, you pulled me and I didn't even know how famous he was. He was, yeah. <laughs> really? Until, until well, was, yeah, you guys aren't huge golf fans. No. Until I was, like, talking and he just started. He was with, cool. Name dropping these dudes. He was talking about Tiger. He was talking about all this stuff. It was awesome. Yeah, and then there was a lawyer over there, some yeah. from Auburn, and yeah. a guy who owned a construction company, and I got in those conversations too. That Pretty was cool. Bernie's know. Buddy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and by the way, some interesting dinner friends. By the way, yeah. <laughs> by does. the way, G at the end of the night, G pulled an incredible disappearing act. He was just gone. Yeah. yeah. So oh, wow. yeah. He didn't say goodbye to anybody. So listen, Irish goodbye. I was like, where's G? Where'd he go? Bull was, hey, how you guys doing? It was a lot of commotion. Yeah. I looked at the shot clock. The shot clock was running down on me. Yeah. Now, listen, you don't understand. I don't ever go out. So, when you start going out automatically. It was oh. late. It was. Oh. And I went out with. And that crew can keep oh. you four hours. And I went no out problem. with Anthony Lyman the day after that. Yeah. So, if you go. Yeah, we were there basically four hours, that's right? That's what they do. It was like seven to 11. Yeah. Right? That's what they do. My wife was we like. shut uh, the place down. Uh, you got to are, are, are you going to be home soon? Right. We before home the, before sundown? <laughs> I said sundown. Sundown. <laughs> Is this our first All right, let's swing it. First going out. going out. Brad's back teeth are floating. We got to go. I'm pressed to the point. I'm, I'm sorry I missed this dinner, right? Yeah, it was good. I was down in Fort Myers following Cheyenne and then play down in oh, Terman down nice. there. So, but I will say this: I, in my '92 down in Florida, yes, it was all week. Mm. I was like, this is nice. nice. Um, let me tell you this: I just want to make sure that, and I've harped on this situation periodically in our final takes. I'm going to need Biden them to get on their job about this Brittany Griner thing, right? Mm -hmm. She's not doing a hard time over there, right? In some obscure place in Moscow, I mean, like in Russia, penal, a, a in penal a penal colony. colony. Whatever the and hell that is. they say the people that who have served in it said it is, it is just god awful. 
right? And I'm saying, okay, if this is a wrongful detainment, a political prisoner, whatever you want to call it, what are your efforts here, right? See, because the, the Russians are playing for keeps. When we play for keeps, I said, this girl, is <laughs> you can get lost out here. You can get lost in the message out here. When you sit in your own house and everything, warmth, heat, and everything else, right? So if this is a wrongful detainment, right? If the state, if the United States would qualify this as a wrongful detainment, what are we really doing? And I'm, I'm reminded by this because Dawn Staley made a point of it a couple weeks ago when I was in College Park when South Carolina was playing Maryland, right? Her thing was like, what are we doing here, right? Because I don't see any activity. And I don't want to make sure that it gets lost. Not that they're not working behind the scenes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Who but knows I, what but I say this, yeah. though. I'm in the game, bull. Yeah. It can, you can put things on the back burner real easy here, right? By just saying a few words like, I'm doing something, but you're really not doing nothing, right? This person, she is doing hard, hard time over there. And if you say, and I'll go back to this, if you say it's a wrongful detainment, what pressure are you amping up against them besides what I see is this and I hope it's not the case well we will wait today tell us and give us the high sign to go right what are you doing to keep pressure on them right has our government deemed it a wrongful detention? we have yes we have she's, she's been deemed so wrongfully then, detained then, then she would be looked at as a political prisoner yes so I didn't know that they classified yes, her as that. They I, I felt that they classified her as she was in a foreign country and broke they, their they, rules they and now has to serve. They their classified her as she's been wrongfully detained. I, I did not know that. And that was that was two months ago. That's but just, in fairness, we don't know what's going on. But that just I goes, would hope there's discussion. That just goes to show you. And she's not the only American the, in prison. But I'm not saying she is. Yeah. But I'm saying this. I want to know at some point what are you doing? Yeah. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm sure parents want to know. Of course. <laughs> of course. I mean, you'd be horrified if you're parents. Jay? I'll be quick because Brad's got to pee. <laughs> and I want to follow up on Jay. I heard your final take last week and, and it kind of hit home with me as well. My wife works for a, a homeless shelter in Cleveland. She does some admin work for them. So last week uh, I was able to go. I joined her and, and my kids the day before Thanksgiving and the guy who uh, runs their um, the shelter. And we went to an area of Cleveland that I drive by every single day and never knew existed. And it's run by a Cleveland Metropolitan Housing Authority. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's it's blocked by the the big condos on Detroit, so you can't see it as you drive down the road. Of course. And as I was talking to the director of of the of the shelter, and he was explaining to me like it's it's meant to be this way. It was actually a fallout of the war where they they held people uh, during the war, and and now they put people uh, who have nothing here. Mm -hmm. And 
and this guy knows where everyone lives and knocks and, and delivers sandwiches to the shut-ins mm -hmm. and made it made his route and we talked to some of the people and they were so thankful one of the women was in tears because we handed her a turkey sandwich yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And, and she she sat there and cried over it and i just i just want to reiterate the point jay made last week like listen these people are hungry year-round and we we shine awareness on it around the holidays because that's what that's the thing to do uh, but they're hungry in January, February, and March, and April as well, and and it's it was it was it was good for me to see. And I almost didn't go. And my wife's like, you know, you can come too. And I had some other things I wanted to do, and I could tell by the tone of her voice. No, you need to come see. I this. probably need to go. Mm -hmm. And so I went, and and I'm grateful that I did. It was a great day. It was a joyful day. And I'll just reiterate the point that Jay made last week. If you have an extra couple bucks, give it to the Cleveland Food Bank. Give it to some of these places who can turn it into life-saving meals for people who have nothing. And it really put into perspective uh, what we have. And I left that day and told the kids, told my kids, look at how blessed we are. Look at what we take for granted. Right. Look at how these people are living and look how we live. And it was, it was a great day. It was a fun day. Um, made some new friends along the way. And I would just encourage all of you to get involved with the food bank. And there's others. It doesn't have to be them. And help people who have less than you. Even if you don't have money, you have time. That's yeah. a, it's that's easy not true. to think yeah. about it, right. you know, because it's, you know. Yeah. I had someone your a couple of years ago tell yeah. me we were feeding some homeless folks. And, and when you're in that moment, you get to know them and you yeah. share every, they share everything. And she was crying because she was thankful for the meal that she yeah. had. And she said, as thankful as I am for today, I'm more concerned about tomorrow. Yeah. Because right. Nobody people, should be homeless in America. forget us about us right. on the Friday after Thanksgiving. That's exactly That's why I'm it. glad you said what yeah. you said. Yeah. The need is there 365. It doesn't yep. matter if it's Thanksgiving Day, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Junior, yeah. New Year's Day. The need never yeah, it goes has away. has to become important so to if people. If you can give with money or time, time is invaluable to some of these operations, please do. Chief Bush, your final take should be about what Leroy said to us. Uh, well, I got to get on the way. I got to get to him later. Kid. I will tell you this. Uh, I, I do. I've been trying to get it in public speaking a lot, um, and I was reached out to uh, by Ian. He's a founder, um, and he works inside the Cuyahoga County Juvenile Detention Center. He reached out to me after hearing one of my final takes, and he said, "Hey, uh, would you mind coming down to talk to some of the kids?" I said, "Highland Hills." Heck yeah. Is, is mm -hmm. that, he, is, is he the, is, with the Kenny Anderson? Yes. I've met him. Yes. Do it. I, <laughs> to do it. I, so I'm locked in to, to do that. I believe on the ninth, I'm going out there to see some of the kids. Yeah, I've been over there. And, it, it, you know, it's just a good opportunity. Ian's a winner, man. To talk to some of these great kids mm -hmm. and, and some of the people and adults and, and tell them that life isn't over and right, continue right. to encourage those individuals. And then, you know, we talk about, like Brad always says, the wraparound services to see somebody that, that comes in there and says, hey, you're not done yet. No. You got a lot to look forward to. So definitely, I'm um, going to reach out to them. Shout out to Ian. Good job, uh, Ian. Ian works nice. a full-time job, but works another full-time job helping kids. Crazy. What he does, I'm glad you're involved in that. It's awesome. We're out of time. My final take is Brad's going to be in the bathroom in 60 seconds. 22-hour <laughs> <laughs> break. We're back tomorrow. Johnny and Brown, Victory Monday. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.